Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, there's a lot of headlines on a Monday. A little bit of doom and gloom, a little bit of challenging things across the country and around the world as we look at everything from climate to the economy to inflation. And on and on and on the list goes. But sometimes on a Monday, you just have to get beyond the headlines. And here's the question of the day. What if what if the solution to all that ails us in this country could be solved by our veterans and a trip to North Ogden, Utah? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, it is time to look to North Ogden, Utah for many of the solutions, but most important to make sure we are honoring our veterans in the right way. Cannot contain it to a single day. We have to go beyond that and really make this a part of who we are and a part of what we do every day. And so to help us do that, Jenny Taylor, who's a gold star widow, mother of seven, She's the civilian aide to the Secretary of the Army for Utah, co-host of Relentlessly Resilient podcast for us here on KSL News Radio, and she's also the founder of the Major Brent Taylor Foundation. And between two thirty-seven and three o'clock a.m., I think she is a chocolate ice cream buff. But uh, other than that, uh, she is very busy. Jenny, thanks for carving out some time for us today. <laughs> oh boy! Thanks so much for letting me join you on a Monday, <laughs> and a, and a belated happy birthday as well. Just because I know we have to throw oh, that you. in the mix as well. Yeah. So you, it's always fun for Halloween. Yes, yes, uh, and uh, you are busy up there in North Ogden, Utah. We know uh, things got launched over the weekend uh, with the the major, the flag. Uh, up the canyon. Tell us a little bit about what's happened already, and then we'll get into some of the things that are happening during this whole week of celebration for our veterans. Yeah, so we have a gigantic flag that measures about 75 feet by 150 feet that hangs in Coldwater Canyon, and it's a tradition that had been started by Follow the Flag in Pleasant Grove. They had a flag called Big Betsy, and when my husband died, we borrowed Big Betsy, and then our community did some fundraising and and got a flag of our own that we call the Major because it is just major in size, and it hangs in the canyon. We have a group called Honor the Hero that helped get all the rigging done, and it flies in that canyon for the next two weeks. And so people can either drive up and see it. You can see it from I-15. A lot of people choose to hike up and go right up to it, and it's just majestic. The weather right now is perfect, fingers crossed. 
And it's a wonderful kickoff to what we call Veterans Week, which really this year falls over two weeks, the way the Saturdays and the days of the week fall. So celebrating those who have served, those who do serve, and hopefully the next generation of service members. Uh, so important. And that, uh, I will tell you, if you just need to do anything this week, it is to go see the major flying in Coldwater Canyon. I was fortunate last year to be able to give a speech looking up that canyon at that flag, and uh, nothing will ever erase that memory for me, and it's changed the way I look at the, the whole week leading into to Veterans Day. Uh, tell some of the other activities that you have and, uh, and really what we're really driving at as, as you go through these activities. Well, today, this afternoon, we're going to be putting 500 flags in a field, kind of the kind the Boy Scouts use in the neighborhoods on holidays, and those flags are dedicated to different service members, some that we as an organization know some that people in our community have asked us to put a tag on for. Uh, we give the option of just letting us know if you want to sponsor a flag. And they'll fly again for that same two-week period. We'll have a blood drive this Friday evening um, that we've named after my husband and something our family has chosen to do to give the gift of life in honor of those who have given their lives. On Saturday, we're going to have a fundraiser dinner. And then Sunday will be the great event that you spoke out last year and I'll tell you you really raised the bar in terms of the, the speaker quality and so we've had to be very selective with who follows you as the guest speaker for what we have a Veterans Day devotional. It's outside, it's right in the mountains, like you said. It looks right at the canyon. Weather's looking good again, although we do tell people, you know, bring a blanket, it's cold. Um, even on a good day in November by five o'clock in the evening it's cold. But we'll start at four on Sunday have a speaker this year by the name of Joshua Adams. He is a former gunnery sergeant from the Marines, five-time combat leader in Iraq and Afghanistan. And he's going to come talk to us about what we've chosen for our theme this year, which are the four words, now more than ever. Now more than ever, how do we come together? Now more than ever, how do we honor those who serve? Now more than ever, how do we set aside politics and come together with patriotism? And we're really looking forward to this this week. And then, of course, Veterans Day itself is next week. The flags continue to fly. We'll be participating in the great parade that happens in Layton City every year. Uh, this time it's on Saturday right after Veterans Day, starting at 11, 11 a.m. And just just getting out there. But the biggest thing we try to do is help civilians and veterans connect, mm. talk to each other, tell oh. your stories. I know veterans don't like to tell their stories. <laughs> and while we respect that right, we also want to nudge them a little bit in the other direction and say, but if you don't tell us your stories, how can we possibly know them and appreciate what it is that you've done for the rest of us and for our children? Oh, that is so good. And I'm, I'm going to join you in nudging some of our veterans who, <laughs> obviously, for some, some good reasons, they, they are sometimes reluctant. Sometimes they're just humble and they just felt like they, they did are. their duty, that they're not really heroes. And I'm going to I'm going to. You know I don't do very many triple dog dares, but uh, to all of our veterans, uh, it's triple dog dare week. You need to share your stories, what you've learned, what you've seen, uh, because in order for us to carry it on, uh, we have to know the story. Yeah, that's that's so well put. You know, the statistic is 1%. 1% of America serves in the military in our generation. 1%. That's a very small number. But what it means is there's 99 of us for every one that needs to know what that's like. And I've never been to boot camp. Could you tell me about it? Tell yeah. me the hard times. Tell me the good times. Tell me the silly times. You know, there's, there's soldiers out there who might have served with my husband that can share those stories with our children. Mm. There might be somebody in your neighborhood who served in Vietnam or Korea or, or maybe Desert Storm, or maybe they've always served in peacetime, but they showed up to their guard duty or their reserve training every month. 
tell us those stories, even if you as a service member view them as mundane or just your job. To the rest of us, it's the job that you do that keeps us safe. So please tell us your stories. Tell our children your stories and help us know how we can best honor and support you um, during your service and then for the decades and decades after your service. Yeah, that's such a a vital component to all of this uh, because what we don't know, uh, our our children are not going to understand and our grandchildren are not going to possess uh, if we allow these stories to just go by the wayside. And we lose that connection. You, you, you mention that often, Jenny, that there are so few of us in the country who are directly connected uh, to a member of our military and just how important that connection is for our freedom as a whole. Yeah, I think connection is really what it is in, in general, and that's where we kind of fall apart sometimes as a country. It's easy to point fingers or get upset at something you don't really understand. But it's also easy to take it for granted when you haven't had to really pay that price or feel that pinch. And so I would, again, like you said, look, Triple Dog Dare, all the veterans to tell their stories. And while we're at it, I would love to hear more stories from the families of service members. And again, it doesn't have to be anything big and giant and heroic, but most Americans don't know what it's like to be married to a soldier or the child of a Marine or to have a son who's off at the battlefield. And, And share some of those feelings as we connect. I love that word, connect. We understand each other better. We appreciate each other better. And then I think by nature we stand up for each other better because now we're we're connected and this civilian-military divide gets bridged. We come together in a very mutually beneficial way where we're helping them serve us better, which, of course, helps us because we're better served. And just so beautiful, this, this concept of connection in a generation that really focuses on division, and that's what we try to do. Like I said, now more than ever. Mm. Now more than ever, we've got to connect young with old, veteran with civilian, men with women, blue with red, whichever party line you want to cross. Now more than ever is the time to do it. Oh, fantastic. Jenny Taylor, always appreciate uh, your insight. Where can people go for more information on all of these activities as we jump into Veterans Week? You can find us at MajorBrentTaylor.com and then on social media under the same name, Major Brent Taylor Foundation. So look us up if you want to email info at MajorBrentTaylor.com. We'd love to hear your story, tell your story, connect with you, connect with the service members in your life, and let's really celebrate more than just a good deal on a couch on Veterans Day. Let's celebrate what Veterans Day is really meant to be all about. Oh, fantastic. Jenny Taylor, and I can say now more than ever, we need more Jenny Taylors in the world. We appreciate everything you're doing to help us have that connection, to help us remember properly, uh, and to really remember that we honor best those who have served by living our lives with excellence and really making a difference today. Jenny, thanks for joining us. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk soon. All right. Uh, Again, that's uh, Jenny Taylor. Uh, If you ever just want to have your breath taken away, go to Coldwater Canyon this week. Look up at the major, that flag. Uh, It will change your perspective on a whole lot of things in your life. But most important, let's make sure we do connect with our veterans. Veterans, let's make sure you're connecting with all of us. And let's all connect to the principles of freedom that make us America. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? 
Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.